Exxon refused to acknowledge that the commission has the authority to compel the company to remove potentially dangerous products and that the suit was a last resort. Larry Nasser's victims are reacting to a Justice Department report blaming the FBI for botching an investigation into the former Team USA gymnastics doctor. The inspector general says agents waited an entire year to look into accusations. Nasser was abusing young athletes. Jessica Howard was among them. She tells CBS this morning. It's not that they just messed up. They actually have affected the lives of at least 70 to 120 yeah. young girls. New jobless claims dropped to 360,000 last week. A new pandemic low. S&P futures down 13. This is CBS News. CBS News Radio is your home for breaking news. With our team of reporters around the country and the world, we give you the coverage you can trust. Power your passions for less during Dell's exceptional Black Friday in July event. Enjoy up to $400 off high-performance Dell XPS laptops and desktops, along with next-level Alienware systems, all powered by Intel Core processors. Shop special prices on stunning Dell monitors, top brand electronics and accessories, plus enjoy free shipping on everything. Don't forget to ask for Intel when you call 800-BY-DELL. That's 800-BY-DELL. At Shell, we know from the time you get up to the time you wrap up, there's a lot of meetups, eatups, and hurryups. So come to Shell and get three things done at once. Fill up with Shell V Power Nitro Plus to help keep your engine running like new. Save up with the Fuel Rewards Program and never pay full price for gas again. And snack up with in-store rewards to save even more at the pump. Make the most of the stop you need to make with Shell. And engines that continuously use Shell V Power Nitro Plus Premium Gas. And see full terms and conditions at fuelrewards.com. Interest in Twitter fleets has proved fleeting. The social media platform says it's ending its fleets feature where users can send texts, photos, and videos that disappear in 24 hours. It's similar to Snapchat or Instagram stories. Fleets debuted last November, but due to a lack of new user engagement, they'll disappear for good next month. It's not the only Twitter creation to get crushed either. Remember Periscope? It allowed users to go live, but shut down back in March because it couldn't compete with Instagram. Twitter Moments also got cut from the platform in favor of an explore tab. Monica Ricks, CBS News. A popular Dutch crime reporter has died. Peter de Vries was shot after a TV appearance in Amsterdam last week. He made frequent appearances on current affairs shows, many times covering the Dutch underworld. Two suspects are under arrest. A family statement says de Vries fought to the end, but was unable to win the battle. Deborah Rodriguez, CBS News. For by government.com. Have you heard? A recent stash of 1866 to 1899 $10 Gold Liberty coins has been found. These gorgeous gold coins are as bright and shiny as the day they were struck in the 1800s, and less than 50 of these gold coins are available. Coin experts are calling this gold find an incredible opportunity. Call 1-800-356-6468, and you are guaranteed a $10 Gold Liberty struck from 1866 to 1899 at the iconic Philadelphia Mint. But with extremely limited availability, you must call now. These these gold coins minted in the 1800s are still in uncirculated condition. That is 122 to 155 years of history you can hold in your hand. To learn more, call 1-800-356-6468. Call now and you'll receive a free American Coin Collector's Bonus Package, a $40 value, free with every order. Call 1-800-356-6468 now to secure your 1866p to 1899p Gold Liberty coins before they sell out. That's 1-800-356-6468. Difficulties with everyday tasks, words and numbers, confusion in familiar environments, memory loss, and changes in behavior. These are all signs of dementia. Athens County Cares wants to create a dementia-inclusive Athens County and empower adults living with cognitive decline through a holistic program which safeguards their dignity and independence while improving their and their caregivers' quality of life. Pick up the phone and call 740-594-3535 or visit AthensCountyCares.org to learn more. Hey, it's Randy. Boots and I will take you inside good guys, meeting their COO, some vendors, and some classic car nuts. That's Auto Smarts, Friday afternoon at 106 on 970 WATH and 97.1 FM. Are you struggling to pay out-of-pocket Medicare costs? 
your deductibles, co-payments, and prescription medication can really add up. Buckeye Hills Regional Council can help you navigate confusing sign-ups and help you save money. Medicare savings programs such as extra help or low-income subsidy are available. Call 1-800-331-2644 for free over-the-phone assistance with enrollment. No waiting, no travel, just one phone call. That's 1-800-331-2644. It's the 68th Annual Perry County Fair, July 19th through the 24th. General mission, only $10. Monday is Veterans Day. Enter free with the military ID from 1 until close. Tuesday is Kids Day, $7 all day for kids 18 and under. Thursday is Senior Citizens Day. Seniors 60 or older enter for free from 1 until 6. Demolition Derby, motocross, square dancing, and more. More information, visit perrycountyfairgrounds.com. It's the Perry County Fair, July 19th through the 24th. Back for their Sweet 16, it's the 16th Annual Ohio Brew Week. Now until the 17th, hundreds of beers, select ciders, meads, and more. 22 breweries from all over Ohio. Sponsored by Jackie O's, Devil's Kettle, Little Fish, Eclipse Company Store, and the West End Distillery. Over 200 different beers to try. Go to ohiobrewweek.com for more details. Hi, it's Randy and Boots from the Auto Smarts Radio Network. And why should you listen to our show on this station? Well, Boots is a man of many talents and has knowledge you won't believe. Just listen. Hey, Boots, what's your favorite thing to talk about? Cars. Rick Ocasek was the lead singer of what band? The Cars. What was Gary Newman's biggest selling song? Cars. Who was the all-time leading scorer in Notre Dame basketball history? Car. That's right, Austin Carr. Anything you'd like to add? Cars, cars, cars. 57 Chevy. That's Auto Smarts. Friday afternoons at 106 on 970 WATH and 97.1 FM. That's a 57 Chevy. Cars, cars, cars. Talking with Coach Art Turf, the head football coach and athletic director here at Inept Tech, and it's a big week on campus, Coach. That opening football game of the season is Real coming. exciting. The excitement is building up to a crescendo. Everybody can't wait for that first ball game. That opening opponent, let's see, that's uh, South Oklahoma State, I believe. Well, that's right. You know, that's SOS, and we purposely put them at the head of our schedule because we knew that their program was in trouble. They need a lot of help over there, so we figured we'd come up with a real easy victory. A scouting report on this team, Coach, and sometimes that's a little bit hard to come by when it's the first game of a season. Well, that's right. You know, that's why we put Coach Lewis and Coach Clark out on a scouting exposition so they can come up with all the information necessary so we can come up with, with a be-prepared type game plan. Have you heard from your coaches yet? Uh, what's that scouting report? Well, I'm glad you asked me that question because we're sitting right here. I'm expecting to hear from Coach Lewis and Coach Clark just any time now. And... Wait a minute. Uh, that might be them now. And I, I don't know we're doing a radio show, but I, I really need to get this uh, get this call. Go ahead and get that phone, Coach. Hello. Coach uh, Art Turf from NF Tech here. Well, howdy there, Coach Lewis. Hope you and Coach Clark is doing all right. You got all the information we're looking for? Well, good, good, good. Listen, we're doing a radio program right here, and uh, I wonder if we could just maybe go to commercial and then uh, discuss all the scouting report and come back with that in a little bit. Coach, we'll be glad to do that. Uh, you talk with Coach Lewis and Clark, and we'll be back well, with more. Coach, uh, listen. coach Art Turf, right after this message. And the Art Turf Show, proudly brought to you today by Beano, for whatever that taco and burrito did to you when you ate the whole thing. And we're back with Coach Art Turf following the conversation with uh, his scouts, Lewis and Clark. Coach, I know uh, surely you must have had some information on this team before you even put them on the schedule this year. Well, you know, we did have a little bit. You know, Coach Morse over at SOS always has a real fine ball club. They seem to have a flair for pulling games out right there at the last, whether they use a trick play or delve into some play that worked a long time ago and they remembered it and brought it back little pitch out, little razzle-dazzle, a little hunky-dory, a little something like that. Seemed like they always come up with something to win that ball game right there at the end. 
Well, I don't want you to disclose any secrets, but uh, what were you able to find out from your conversation with your with your coaches on the road? Well, as a matter of fact, uh, what I always do whenever we get these coaches calling in them scouting reports is always make a recording of it just in case I don't forget nothing. I always have it right there at your fingertips. So what we're going to do right here is play this rascal back. Maybe if I can find and press the right buttons here. Let's see. Here, here, here it comes. Coach, have you been able to decipher anything from that uh, from that code? Well, yeah, I think so. Let's see, L, I. Well, we're in trouble now. What's wrong, Coach? Well, it's something about Klingons. I, I think I got the wrong code book. Sports fans for the next thrill-packed interview with the head coach of the Fighting Oysters of Inept Tech, the coaching legend in his own mind, the one and only Coach Art Turf. In our 71st year of service to Southeast Ohio, AM 970 and 97.1 FM. WATH Oh, dear. Seventy-two degrees outside, sunny. Well, sort of sunny. Headed up to a high of 88 today. Make sure you have those jackets and uh, sweatshirts ready. Actually. No wonder they call them sweatshirts. It's a Thursday. It's the 15th day of July. I had to think about that for a moment. And uh, it's going to be a nice one. All right. Let's see. But uh, looking ahead now, like, you know, I do a lot of yard work on the weekends and things like that. I like to. Um, mow grass and trim things up and all of that. Well, Saturday they're talking about some thunderstorms. Sunday light rain. Even tomorrow a mention of light rain. So, and I don't, this evening I've got booked so I can't, I'm just going to have to work it in, in between things. Yeah, I guess you can't putter around. Putter around. In your yard or landscaping. Right. So um, I'll just have to fit it into the other things that go on this weekend. I wonder where that came from. Putter? Putter around. Well. I'll see what I can find. Wouldn't you guess it has something to do with. Yes. Golfing? Yes. I mean, you know, uh, first of all, folks, is in uh, this name may be out of the past, but you may remember it, Ted Ferris. Um, I suppose of all the people in Athens that I played golf with over the years, Ted Ferris was my most frequent partner. Yeah. No. Um, anyway, he's been gone some years, uh, to other places. Uh, I, I don't mean gone like passed away, but I mean, he moved away, but he was, had, he had had an important role at the university for a long time. Anyway, um, but he and I got connected through soccer. We were both coaches. Um, I just never have been any good at golf. Never. You know, I'd have a great drive, and then the next one would be terrible. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, No consistency in performance or anything like that. And I mean, each swing was different. I used to play three times a week when we lived in Hawaii. What a waste of time. (laughs) 
<laughs> I mean, I enjoyed myself. It was it was a social, uh, you know, you were with people. That was just funny how you just abruptly went, what a waste of time. Yeah. <laughs> but, but it served no purpose as far as skills or anything like that. Yeah, it's like a social event. I mean, some guys are anal about it. Hey, you know, and ladies, too, they really get into it and enjoy it. And I, I gave it up, finally. I did, too, years and ago. And it was, I was just going to say, years ago, Mary Hope. Some of you will remember Mary and Alton Hope. They had, uh, was, was it Hope's Dairy? I think so. Yeah, I believe it was. Um, now, my dad, I, I know I've told this story on the air, so repeat me for repetition. Now, my dad was never a fan of golf or even being a member of a country club. (laughs) (laughs) But um, so when I first came to town and some people approached me from the country club saying, uh, we'd love to have you join the country club, uh, that didn't happen because uh, my dad just didn't think it was a good investment of uh, the station's money to have my membership right <laughs> okay yeah so <clears throat> i've seen seen some people play that they get so intense oh yeah they throw clubs they wrap them around trees I, i've left the game now i'm now talking about something else throwing them in the lake but mary <laughs> hope and mary and alton were uh, got to know my parents rather well they liked them they go to Maybe the annual Chamber of Commerce dinner with them and stuff like that, you know. <clears throat> and uh, Mary, but Mary was an avid golfer and a very active member of the Athens Country Club. And Mary started working on my mom. <laughs> Dave should be a member of that club, <laughs> you know. And uh, to the point that my mom then started working on my dad, right? Finally, he said, okay. Um, So I joined the club, and I had a golfing membership, and I was terrible. And, yeah, the social thing is neat, but anyway. Well, it's frustrating, too, if you're not real good at something and you want to be, and you're out there in front of, you know, colleagues and friends and everybody else. I've You're been, trying to be good. How do I want to say this without it sounding like um, boasting or anything like that? But I have been very fortunate to be recognized as um, being very skilled in certain things. Um, to the point that I'm very proud of that, right? Now, to then do something that you're not skilled at. It's just not in my, never mind. Well, why are we talking about this? This is my fault. I give up. Good morning, well, folks. Because Welcome. because we were talking about puttering around in oh, your yard. Oh, that's where it started, puttering. So yeah. what What did you find out? Okay, there? I found two things. One says pottering around, P-O-T-T-E-R-I-N-G. This one shows up in the mid-20th century and is probably an alteration of the word F-U-T-Z, foots, futs. From what we can tell, it comes from Yiddish and means, according to the OED, to occupy yourself in an ineffectual or, once again, trifling way. The OED also okay, the, defines The futs, futs word I'm very familiar with. Okay, as to potter. So there you go, full circle. Now, I asked the question, what does the phrase putter around mean? P-U-T-T-R. To spend time in a relaxed way doing small jobs and other things that are not very important. I didn't do much last example. Didn't do much last weekend. I just puttered around. He spent his vacation puttering around. nothing to do with golf. The house and garden. I don't see anything about that until you get down to the Merriam-Webster dictionary of putter. <laughs> well, and then you get the golf reference. 
putter definition. I'm sure glad we sorted this out. Yeah. <laughs> to busy or occupy oneself in a leisurely, casual, or ineffective manner. <laughs> well, your lawn mowing is not ineffective. No. It, it serves a purpose. Of course. For neatness around your house. To putter in the garden. Every, everybody in my neighborhood does a pretty good job of keeping their properties in great shape. You know what I mean? Yeah. So um, not only is there a personal pride, um, people would tease you if you didn't. You know what I mean? Yeah. Neighbors. Anyway, okay, enough. There we go. Today is July 15th. Uh, let's see. So, National Day Calendar. Get to know your customer's day. Amen. National Give Something Away Day. Okay. National Gummy Word Day. Gummy Word? I'm sorry, Worm. Worm, isn't it? Yeah, there you go. The, The candy, which I don't know if I've ever had one. Or gummy bear? No? It says gummy worm. Yeah, but it's the same as a gummy bear. It's just a different There is probably a different day that's gummy bear. Could be. I don't know. Um, I bet your grandkids have had some somewhere along the line. Absolutely. And Pat, too. It's just... Not your thing. Well, maybe I have had one, but I don't remember. National Pet Fire Safety Day. Go into that one for a minute. Okay. See where they're coming from there. That the, one, for me, kind of speaks for itself. Oh. But we'll, what we'll am find I, out. What am I missing here? Well, to, to be aware of pets in your house, you know, evacuation, if something were to happen. But we'll, we'll go on here. National Pet Fire Safety Day reminds us to consider our pets when planning fire routes or routes and safety in our homes. So, pet fire safety tips extinguish open flames. Pets are curious and certainly not cautious. Wagging tails haphazardly knock over candles. Curious kitties will paw at sizzling grease, uh, okay, quickly good. sending the kitchen up in flames. Things like that. Well, we got it. National I Love Horses Day. And finally, uh, National Tapioca Pudding Day. Oh, good. Normally when I mention a food, you go, mmm. Oh, well, it's it's kind of like, you know, on the mmm scale. Not on me. Maybe about a five mmms on a scale of ten. On our scale of five, I'll give it. Well, is one mmm something you dislike? Yeah. Okay. Ten mmms being the best. But why don't you have yuck? Well, that would be probably a minus one on the scale of one to ten. Well. (laughs) Negative one yums. We have so. We're doing real well on the show today. I can tell. Yes, we are. Um, All I'm going to say is I'm not a fan of tapioca. I'm not either. Okay. It's So we're in agreement there. Yeah. How about historical events today? Let's do it. In the year 1099, the city of Jerusalem is captured and plundered by Christian forces during the First Crusade. The year 1381, John Ball, a leader in the Peasants' Revolt, is hung, drawn, and quartered in the presence of Richard II of England. Good night. Okay, now, I've heard that expression, hung, drawn, and quartered. Hung, drawn, and quartered. Um, I haven't really thought very carefully about the literal meaning of that. Okay, if you're dead because you were hung, why does the rest of that have to occur? Yeah. And is it as literal as I think they're getting it? Uh, yes, it is. 
the convicted traitor was fastened to a hurdle or wooden panel drawn by a horse to the place of execution where he was then hanged almost to the point of death. Oh. Then emasculated, disemboweled, beheaded, and quartered, which means chopped into four pieces. Good night. <laughs> Barbaric. Okay. That was in the year 1381. So, yes, you, you were right about what you thought it meant. In the year 1410, the Battle of Grunwald, which is, they have in parenthesis, the first battle of Tannenberg, comma, Battle of Zalgiris. Zalgiris. Anyway, they go on. One of the medieval's, medieval Europe's largest battles during the Poland-Lithuanian Teutonic War. Anyway, Polish King Wladyslaw Gagiel and Lithuanian Grand Duke Vytautas defeat the Teutonic Ulrich von Hungen. Well, they could have left this one out. It's just too yeah. tough for me. Okay, year 1799, getting a little closer. The Rosetta Stone is found in the Egyptian village of Rosetta by French Captain Pierre-Francois Bouchard during Napoleon's Egyptian campaign. 1955, 18 Nobel laureates signed the Menau Declaration against nuclear weapons, later co-signed by 34 more laureates. Okay. Birthdays. Okay. Um... Okay, first of all, Ariana Huffington. Um, today is her 71st birthday. She is a Greek-American author, syndicated columnist, and businesswoman. She is a co-founder of the Huffington Post and founder of the C and CEO of Thrive Global and the author of 15 books. Well, um... Huffington Post is the one item I know the best of that batch. Okay, uh, so her 71st birthday today, Ariana Huffington. Now, Jocelyn Bell Burnell, B-U-R-N-E-L-L. Today is her 78th birthday. Dame Susan Jocelyn Bell Burnell is an astrophysicist from Northern Ireland who, as a postgraduate student, discovered the first radio pulsars in 1967. It's funny how... Oh, how am I going to say this without getting in trouble? So we have pictures here. Of course, this is the radio. You can't see them. But um, it's, it's interesting how certain photographs you could guess that they might be involved in the sciences or someone's involved in entertainment or someone's involved in business. Um, Without stereotyping, of course. Yeah, but we are, aren't we? I'm not. I am. <laughs> you don't see the picture. I, I see him here Oh, in front of me. Well, Jocelyn <clears throat> Bell Burnell looks like an extremely uh, well-educated in, um, like she comes from the sciences. Yeah, so you're saying that she has that intelligent, remarkably smart look. 
Yeah. Okay, Too now, um, the next person um, was born in 1858 on this date, died in 1928. Emmeline Pankhurst. She looks like someone that would be nice to know. She is a British political activist. She is best remembered for organizing the UK suffragette movement uh, and helping women win the right to vote. Mm-hmm. She looks confident. How uh, should I do this? I, well, anyway, uh, she looks very confident. She looks um, like um, she's at peace at what she does. Very stately. Yeah, stately. That's a good one. Okay, uh, the single male we've got today, well, not single. He may be married. I don't know. (laughs) But the sole male on the list today. And I studied art, and yet I didn't know there was more to it. And uh, what I'm getting at is Rembrandt. Okay? Van Ringed. Always knew it as Rembrandt. Painter, of course. Yes. He was born on this date in 1606. He died in 1669. Uh, Oh. Oh, yeah, that was famous birthdays. Okay. Two famous deaths. Anton Chekhov. Um, he was uh, born in 1860, but died on this date in 1904. Chekhov. He was a Russian playwright and short story writer who is considered to be among the greatest writers of short fiction in history. His career as a playwright produced four classics, and his best short stories are held in high esteem by writers and critics. Anton Chekhov. Some of his short stories include The Cherry Orchard, The Seagull, Three Sisters, and Uncle Vanya. Juan Ponce de Leon. Born in fourteen sixty, died on this date in fifteen twenty one. He was an explorer, right? Yeah, yes, a Spanish explorer and conquistador, known for leading the first official European expedition to Florida. Conquistador. Yeah, and serving as the first governor of Puerto Rico. He was born in Spain uh, in 1474. I got hung up on the uh, first word, conquistador. I think you did. That's full of... Full of definition. Conquistador is a conqueror, especially one of the Spanish conquerors of Mexico and Peru in the 16th century. Who were some famous conquistadors? Hernan Cortez, Francisco Pizarro. They were second cousins, where many of the Spanish conquerors were born in Extremadura. They were knights, soldiers, explorers. They sailed beyond Europe to the Americas, Oceania, Africa, and Asia, conquering territory after territory and opening trade routes. And there's your bedtime story. (laughs) You know, just doing that made me think of something. Uh Uh-oh. Okay, folks, I'm going to say this. Don't don't judge me, please. Um, many of us, I suppose, have over the years, for one reason or another, uh, been prescribed to use regularly... What's it called? This, um, uh, this, it's like a breathing machine you use overnight. 
Oh, the uh, <clears throat> for sleep apnea. Yeah. What's that thing called? Um, it is the So Clean and CPAP. CPAP. That's it. Thank you. Um, I would say the first time I was diagnosed to that uh, by a doc uh, who was a very close friend of mine up in Columbus. Um, anyway, he suggested that uh, he prescribed a CPAP machine for me. I had to go to a sleep lab overnight, which was in Columbus. And, um... When I got up in the morning, then they had the statistics they needed to set the machine, right? Yep. Um, and I've had um, one or two sessions over the years since. But how often do you really use it? I know a lot of people who have been prescribed to use it. And then they they fall out of the habit if they ever had one. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So they just sleep without turning it on, um, putting it on, you know, the headgear on and the mask and all that. I don't know what possessed me to. I have fallen out of the habit, but last night I put it on. You know, I, to- I pulled the water tank. I washed it all out. Um, all that sort of thing. And put it on. Now, I get about three quarters of the way through my sleep with it on. But the air blowing into your throat and nostrils and all that stuff dries me out. So at some point, I become so dry that I take it back off, take a sip of my water that I always take to bed with me, and then fall back to sleep. But this morning, uh, having used it for the first time in, I'm going to say, months last night, I do feel more rested. Do you? Well, you may want to incorporate that oh, into yeah, of a, course. a uh, nightly task right there to well, be completed. I'm supposed to have been doing it all these years. Yeah. Anyway, so folks, um, <clears throat> I just remind you, is one of those things that probably a number of you out there have been suggested to use prescribed, have it on the bed stand, whatever you want to call it. And we're like me, and, and we're not very religious about doing it. Religious is in the right word. I'll go consistent. We're not consistently doing it. I don't know if last night was a fluke or what, but I feel a little bit more rested this morning. No, he's kind of doubt if it was a fluke. You know, um, if you need something like that. Now, I'm I'm just recently seeing a a new innovation that I haven't seen for a while. Well, sleep apnea for sleep apnea. I guess it's produced by a company called Inspire. No mask, no hose, just sleep. Okay, I, I don't know how it works, but it just says it works inside. Your body to treat root cause of sleep apnea with just the click of a button. Click of a button? Yeah. <clears throat> so there's a device, apparently, that... Well, here, I got a button right here. Click it. There. Done. Are you sleeping? No. Well, wrong button. Try another one. Well, uh, uh, no. <laughs> okay. What does that mean? A click of a button on what? Some device near Yeah. You? Yeah, it's like a remote controlled device I, th- I think you hold up next to you and no way yeah let's see it's a small device placed 
during a same-day outpatient procedure. When you're ready for bed, simply click the remote to turn on Inspire. While you sleep, Inspire opens your airway, allowing you to breathe normally and sleep peacefully. It works inside your body while you sleep. How about that? It's an alternative to CPAP, allows you to breathe normally, and again, uh, sleep without a mask, hose, or machine. It's placed under the skin of the neck and chest during a short outpatient procedure. Shortly after the procedure, Inspire is turned on and you'll be ready to get the sleep you've been dreaming of. <laughs> well, of course, it was approved uh, by the FDA in 2014. Under the skin of the neck and so chest. Couldn't your spouse then turn and push a button to maybe make it not work? Uh, I suppose <laughs> that's possible. Depends on how much you upset her. How many buttons are on this? Earlier than in the night, if you took her to the restaurant she didn't want to go to, yeah, well, <laughs> or whatever. Yeah. If you ticked her off, you might want to hide that thing after you sounds, click that button. Sounds intriguing. Yeah, it does. Okay. Well, um, <laughs> this is like those, leave it to me to think of something. Those like slip. Well, those called those sleep uh, beds. I can't think what they are, but anyway, you can raise or lower your partner's mattress if they start oh, snoring. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You can play. I can just see you playing a joke on somebody, hitting the button, going up, back down, up, down, up, down. And well, just watch. Boy, we've had a lot of worthwhile conversations. Well, this yeah, it's kind of good stuff, you know, mixed in with a little humor. I guess. Especially this, you know, this it's, new um, invention of, you know, Inspire. It's uh, outpatient treatment. You might want to okay. look into that. Um, <clears throat> let's see if we can get back to some worthwhile. <laughs> well, <laughs> never sleep mind. apnea stop, treatment's stop, worthwhile. Stop, stop, stop. <laughs> okay, now, I have a report here called the Best Cities for... W H no no W F H value. W F H. Um. What do you what what is it referring to though? F H. I think home values. I'm a little bit disappointed they don't have that right away in the description. Yeah, that's what I'm looking for as well. Oh, work from home. Work from home. There it is. Okay. Or more like you, you live at work. With this COVID thing, of course... Uh, early on, there was a heavy emphasis on people working from home um, to the point that some people now, their jobs may change completely and it may remain working from home just because, I don't know. Well, companies are seeing that it's, it has more value to them I, that way. Disagree without having to. Yeah, I, I figured you would, but <laughs> companies are, I, because of what you've said in the last year, you know, about wanting people here. But I know people who work for large corporations who are enjoying working from home. Some are not, but some companies are saying, you know, we we want you to keep working from home because they feel like they don't need the office space. Well, here's too, so here's this study. Here's this study that I brought in a couple days ago. We're just now getting to it. Uh, it starts off: Need more space to work from home while cutting your living costs? Check out our rankings of 2021's best cities for working from home value. So, 
the organization that uh, did this study ranked the 120 largest U.S. housing markets to find out where remote workers can get the most bang for their buck. I'm going to stop right now and say we have a phone call. Okay, and I got there too late. Um, But the point is the phone's working. Someone had called me late last night and said uh, our phones in here weren't working right. They are working. It's just I gotta spot that light faster. Is that one flash? There, it's flashing there. We need a brighter indicator. That's what we need. Okay. Good morning. Good morning to both of you. Uh, that was me, probably. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I Sorry. Was, that's okay. Um, I see. I, I it seems it seems like five rings, and then it goes into this cycle. But go ahead. Is that what it does? Okay. Uh, I wanted to add to your working from home. There is a company here in Athens. They're based out of Columbus. It's a medical company. And they're billing people. Uh, are we going to work from home as often as they can? Sometimes people like that because they don't have to drive. But there's one thing they didn't put into the mix. They will no longer cover these individuals for workman's comp, for example. Um, they didn't want to build a new building for, for that portion of the company. And uh, somebody discovered you don't, we don't have to pay that large cost of workman's comp. Oh, shoot, you could fall over the dog <laughs> at your home when you're working from home. Um, I guess it's all computer-based. You have to have the computer-based system, but... Uh, I'm glad you brought that up because I think a lot of companies are thinking of how can they save the money. It never comes back to the persons who use the company, of course. They don't get a benefit from it. Well, companies are struggling a bit. but um, Well, not some of these ones you go to no matter what. They never, they, you, you need them. Mm-hmm. I won't say what kind of company it is, but many, many people in Athens use it. Um, well, let, let me finish this report and let's see if it adds anything to what you just and, said. And one, one other question, one other thing. With the CPAP, uh, does that chase the spouse out of the bedroom? No. Make a lot of noise? No. A lot of, a lot of people, I think you even gave a story once about uh, uh, people sleeping, uh, partners sleeping in the same room. One of the reasons they don't is because people are using that CPAP. I guess this other thing that, that was mentioned this morning, the Aspire, uh, that doesn't make any noise. Okay, well... It's got to go through a surgery procedure to get it in there, I guess. Thanks uh, for bringing those things up. Okay. Have a good day. Thank you. <laughs> okay. Um, you know, I, 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 I think that often... Well... As I said, I've been prescribed this for years. Have I been consistent in using it? The answer is no. Um, at some point, my wife also was um, prescribed to do so. Is she consistent on that? Um, not recently. Um, she used to be. But I after telling her what my experience was, unless it was just a fluke last night, we may both start again. Um, anyway, back to this WFH, Work From Home report. <coughs> what do we have? Nine minutes. <coughs> Today's a Thursday, by the way. Okay, so... Uh, This organization compared the cities based on 20 key metrics. Examples include home and yard sizes to sale and rent price fluctuations to suitability for remote work. We also looked into whether each city will pay remote workers to move there. See which 10 cities offer the most or least square footage for the lowest or biggest price below. We also broke down 
the best cities for buyers versus renters, followed by some highlights and lowlights from our report. Okay, let's see what we got here. Okay, 2021's best cities overall for work-from-home value. Number one, Rochester, New York. Two, Tulsa, Oklahoma. Three, Cincinnati, Ohio. Fourth, Shreveport, Louisiana. Fifth, Orlando, Florida. Baton Rouge, Louisiana. Little Rock, Arkansas. Pittsburgh. Ninth is Las Vegas. And tenth, Houston. Now, the next column deals with best cities for work-from-home renters. Um, so while Tulsa was number two overall, they make number one if you're a renter. Okay. Baton Rouge was number six. It makes number two if you're a renter. Um, well, anyway, Cincinnati is listed as number nine you're a renter. And I pulled Cincinnati out because it's Ohio, right? Okay, next group. 2021's best cities for rent work from home buyers. Once again, it's Rochester, New York. Cincinnati, Cincinnati, Ohio makes fifth. Okay, the next group. Um, worst cities for... Worst cities for work from home value overall. How would you like to be listed as a worst city? The worst <laughs> of all. San Francisco. It is expensive there. Followed by Fremont, California, Boston, San Jose, Oakland, Ontario, Irvine, where my son Paul lives, Glendale, California is 113th, Rancho Cucamonga, I like it, 112, and Santa Clarita, 111. So those are the 10 worst. Okay. Well, that's all I've got on that. Um, let's see this. Is that my discard? Yes. Okay. <coughs> this is discard. Let's update the COVID stuff. See, I have um, cities with the highest increase in homicide rates. Now, you know, hasn't it been remarkable? Oh, crazy. Uh, to see what has happened. Well, in Columbus. Yes, okay? every day, it um, seems like. And I'm... Um, 17-year-old girl was murdered the day before yesterday. I think the 12th child under the age of 17 this year in Columbus. Okay, so the homicide rates in many cities have just really increased. And I don't want to say dramatically or, or anything like that. We'll, we'll go through this report tomorrow, okay, on Friday. We'll have time. Okay. Um, but it's, it's a very interesting report, and they've um, I'll just tell you right now, because we were just talking about Cincinnati, right? Yeah. In the overall ranking, let's see how deep did they go. <clears throat> Sorry for my trouble manipulating these papers here. Okay, they did the top 50 cities <coughs> that are having a problem. 
the number one city, New Orleans. But number two is Cincinnati. We'll deal more with this tomorrow. Cities with the highest increase in homicide rates during COVID. Okay, speaking of COVID, here we go. In Athens County, we presently have uh, had a total of 5,251 cases. That's 8% of our county. Um... We currently have 5,186 who have recovered. So 98.8% of those who have gotten it here are over it now. Our vaccination rate here in Athens County, 42. I'm going to round it up to 3. 42.3%. 27,628 people have been vaccinated in our county. We've had 60 deaths since this all began. There's been no change in that number for, I'm going to say, a couple weeks now. State of Ohio. Um, Where Athens County has 42% vaccination rate, the state has 48%. people have been vaccinated in our state. Uh, there have been no new deaths in the last 24 hours. Um, well, actually, this report is as of 2 p.m. each afternoon. So between 2 p.m. and Tuesday and 2 p.m. Wednesday, there have been no new deaths. Okay? I'll tell you the day before, there have been 31. It's hard to do stats on the air. Okay. Uh, recovery rate. We Well, let's first do cases. We've had 1,115,242 cases. Of those, 97.5% have recovered. That's 1,087,538 people have recovered. Active cases stand at uh, 27,704. In the state of Ohio, we have had um, 20,411 deaths. And, um, well, that's that's it for today, folks. Um, we'll finish out the week tomorrow right here on The Leader. In our 71st year of service to Southeast Ohio, AM 970 and 97.1 FM. W-A-T-H-F-N's. This is CBS News on the Hour, presented by Indeed.com. I'm Deborah Rodriguez. The coronavirus is gaining new strength and reach in the U.S. An amped up Delta Plus variant is showing up in some cities as infections rise again in 49 states. CDC Director Dr. Rochelle Walensky tells CBS this morning with school openings on the horizon, it's critical to roll up a sleeve. Really go and get vaccinated now so we can prevent what could happen in the fall. Correspondent Jerika Duncan is in Nashville. For the Graham family, COVID is a constant threat. 11-year-old Chase Graham suffers from respiratory issues and regular seizures. And while he's eligible for the COVID vaccine in November, there's no guarantee it will help. Chase requires herd immunity. That's what he relies on to stay healthy. Every single time you have a not-me attitude, you are saying it's okay for Chase to potentially become critically ill. His mother, Tanya Graham, is worried about her state's low adolescent vaccine rates. Hospital officials say almost all current hospitalizations are among the unvaccinated. A military base in Alabama is the first in the country to require soldiers to show proof of COVID vaccinations. Major General David Francis at Fort Rucker. This measure is very important so that we can nip this in the bud and continue to protect our mission 
protect our people, and protect the local communities. For many parents, it's a godsend. Child tax credits, part of President Biden's COVID rescue package, hit bank accounts today. Mama 5 Julie Page, who lost her job, will spend some of that money on her daughter. We have a birthday on Friday, so we're hoping to be able to do something fun for her birthday that we otherwise probably wouldn't do. Families making less than $170,000 a year will get monthly payments of up to $300 per child. Overseas... Police in western Germany say more than 40 people have been killed in massive flooding that swept entire homes away. Dozens of people are missing. In the U.S. West, wildfires continue to gain ground. Dee McCarley lives in Bly, Oregon, where flames have burned an area larger than New York City. Flames were just coming at us, and the smoke was just awful. So we jumped in our vehicles and we scooted out. Pandemic era words debut in dictionary.com. CBS is Wendy Gillette. Yeet. The Yeet Baby now has her very own word in the dictionary. Yeet, 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 yeet. Marley and her uncle Chris scored internet fame as she practiced her favorite word, defined as an exclamation of enthusiasm, approval, triumph, pleasure, or joy. More serious additions include long haulers, domestic terrorism, and ghost guns. This is CBS News. Indeed delivers great candidates fast. In fact, Indeed delivers four times more hires than all other job sites combined, according to Talent Nest. More at Indeed.com slash credit. This Inside Edition update is sponsored by Dell. The Inside Edition team recently spoke to a fitness instructor who, thanks to the easing of restrictions, has been busier than ever. People are starting to have events, going back to the office, and they want to look and feel better. How are your passions during Dell's Black Friday?